his, that's what he calls it, his walking around money. What are you talking about? I'm making stuff Someone up get Lon. <laughs> Lost his damn mind. <laughs> this is the Grow Business Podcast with Corey Mosley. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know what that track means? The authorized track that we own can play without without being flagged, unlike the last time we tried to get creative. Although I own that track too. I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's just all weird out here on the internet. Uh, but we are happy to be on back with you. Welcome to the Grow a Business Podcast. Just in case you didn't know what button you clicked on, you are at the Grow Business Podcast. I'm Corey Mosley. I'm joined by none other than LG007, also known as Lon Graham. Lon, good to have you here. It's good to see you, Corey. Yes. Good to be here. We are continuing, for those of you that don't go in order <laughs> and are just listening to random podcasts, because I know we do that. I do that. I'll go to someone's podcast. And well, particularly ones that are guest driven. So we're not a guest driven podcast, right? right? We're more we're a topic driven podcast. Right. Particularly ones the guests, I just go through and see if there's somebody I'm interested in hearing from, right? right? So I mean, it doesn't matter what order is. I'll scroll down to episode sixty two if it's somebody I'm interested in. So um, here in this particular instance, because we're actually going to be covering part two. Part two. Part two. Part two. Yeah. Dose. Dose. Dose parts. <laughs> my wife is very happy at my attempt at Spanish there. Uh, I have to find out how you say, how, how do you say part two um, in Spanish? I will get a, I will get an ask on that. Um, William will probably have the answer uh, by the end of the show. One's but, called part ni in Japanese. Yes. Part oh, What do you know about Japanese? I used to be able to count to 10. Oh, ichi ni san shi go roku. Oh, ichi ni san shi go roku hachi. Ichi ni san shi go roku hachi. Ah, nana. My dad and told then, me yeah. now he'd be disappointed. Well, if he I took to this, he'll be disappointed. I t- oh, William said, uh, uh, Willie, Willie H is in the house also. <laughs> not H. to be, not, yeah, exactly. Right. Give yourself. Isn't that something where you can give yourself your own uh, <laughs> your own flowers there because you control the buttons? I can do segunda, it. Segunda, segunda parte. Okay, and I that's can do that. that's part two in Spanish. There okay, what happened right, to dos? Right. <laughs> I thought you had to put dos in there. Okay, well, it's well, southern, <laughs> southern Spain. It's what? Yeah, it's <laughs> what, 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 what part you're from? Right. Um, but yeah, fun fact, I took uh, three years of Japanese. Oh, my goodness. Good yes, and you. then had nobody to talk to and forgot it all. Right. And my German's like that. It's is been, it? Yeah, yeah. It took two and a half years. Yeah, I had German. gotten. And, you know, for those of you who don't understand, Japanese is very hard. Mm-hmm. There's three alphabets. Katakana, Ooh. hiragana, and kanji. Wow. Okay. And that's three alphabets, three different knowing when to. So, like, your na- names are done in uh, kanji. Okay. But then you would read, uh, I think it's Hiragana you would read in. So um, I had a foreign exchange. I, I went, to, I did the full Monty. Wow. I had a foreign exchange student. Uh, wow. Shout out to Mario Sawada, who I still talk to via Facebook today. Oh, who's wow. Who's over, I think he's outside of Okinawa, okay. um, who I still talk to today. And we okay. found, I mean, the power, I mean, you know, the power of Facebook and social media right. for us to reconnect after 
30 years. How cool is that? You know, I think I was 14, 14, 15 years wow. old when we did the exchange program. So, um, did you go? They over like there? baths. That is completely true. They like baths? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we only had one bathroom in our house. Oh, okay. So, when he would go take a bath, it would be ours. <laughs> so, you kind of needed to do, I mean, we didn't learn that up front. You kind of <laughs> needed to do everything you needed to do before <laughs> he went in to do his thing because. Right. Um, they like those baths, so it would be long. I mean, long, long right. baths. So, um, hey, buddy, one bathroom. You're gonna, <laughs> you're either gonna see something you hadn't planned on seeing coming to America, or you're gonna have to wrap this up. Like that's kind of what the, that's kind of what the scenario was. And I remember being in the auto uh, when I was working in the auto industry. I was the first place I worked was a Toyota dealership, and. Um, someone came in, I mean, no correlation to the Toyota being Japanese, but it just happened to be a customer that came in the showroom and it was a terminator with Japanese. So I remember I worked, I was on the second floor okay. in the digital marketing and what they call business development center of the dealership. Right. And they were like, oh, there's a Japanese customer. I, I can see from the log, it's a Japanese name because it's very distinctive on how their names are put together. Right. So I go racing downstairs trying to throw up all the Japanese I still remember. So right. I'm like, Ohio Gazimas, you know, Konnichiwa. I'm doing all the I'm wow. doing all the stuff that I could still remember right. just to try to cuz I had kind of lost it. Right. You trying to see what you I forgot it all. Yeah. Right. So, um it might be something I pursue again. There we'll see. Go. But yeah. needless to say, and you were telling us so you did Japan. What was it in German? You German, were German, yeah. We lived part in two. Germany. No, yeah. what what was part 2? Oh, oh um, you were saying it. Zwei. Zwei. So you count okay. ten, nine, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, Uno, oct is eight. Okay. Six, seven, oct, nine, ten. All right, look or at nine, that. Seven, something like that. It's been a while. It's well, sookie, sookie so, to YouTube. So I just that was that was southern <laughs> German, south of Bavaria. Zweiter Tiel Tiel is what Willie D Willie D Willie D to say it's part two Zweiter Tiel We'll run with that Yeah I don't know exactly how to do it I know how where Bo is their toilet and I can get that out What is it? Where's the bathroom? Where's the bathroom? Gotta know how to say that in every language That's exactly right Six minutes in we're already off the rail But Needless to say, we're continuing part two of a conversation that we were talking about. This is a business growth checklist um, that we have been talking about and created. We got through the past, uh, we got through the first six yes. in episode one and then realized we, we had 12 things we wanted to talk about. We realized we were a little, or I was a little ambitious in thinking we were going to get to, now we could have got to 12. It just would have been a two hour podcast, right. which At least. there's plenty of two hour podcasts out there, but that's not the general cadence we want um, for this podcast. Right. You know, so we try to keep this under an hour, uh, but we're not watching the clock hardcore, but we knew <laughs> there was no way we were getting to all 12 about two in. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and part of what we talked about, right? Part of the, what we talked about was an ability to adjust part of the checklist, right? right. Is to adjust your plan, adjust your business right. plan. Don't overestimate what you can do, you know, in a month and underestimate right. what you can do in a year. So we're continuing this conversation. Um, now, if you want the total 12, it would be valuable, of course, if you listen to part one right. first. Correct. But, you know, you can listen to this. If this is your first introduction to us, mm -hmm. then feel free to start here and then and go back. But um, 
dealer's choice, as they say right, exactly. at this point. But we were covering the 12. We want to give you a checklist. Basically, as we you know think about the new year, the new quarter, any of these things that come up, it's a great opportunity to assess and take a look and step back almost from the outside um, of the areas of your business and have the opportunity to look at that. So yesterday we talked about reviewing your business goals. We talked about financial assessment. We talked about inventory management. We talked about customer engagement. We talked about marketing. And we talked about employee performance is where we stopped there. Yeah. So we're going to pick up today, and today being right now, <laughs> today being right now, and we didn't pull a switcheroo like we didn't go – run in the dressing room and change our shirts to do part two. <laughs> we, we've had an opportunity to step away, do some other work, right. you know, do some productive activities here, yeah, exactly. and now come back to give you the back half of the business growth checklist that we'd like to set the intention for you. Right, All right. Halftime adjustments. Halftime adjustments, there as he called go. it. Oh, I, not technically applicable here. We didn't really, I mean... Because we split it into part two? Right. All right, I'll let you have that one. Right. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's jump in. Let's go. We're going to go with – we're going with one today but seven in our right. uh, in our historical number, right? So seven is related to tax planning. Oh. Tax planning. Yes. Now, we talked about yesterday, or I, I say yesterday, yesterday for us – because um, we came in to knock out part two for you. We talked about the last episode. We touched on this idea of um, doing a financial assessment. That was right. one of the things that was number two that we talked about. This is more specific because the financial assessment, of course, was you know, relative to profit and loss statement and, and tracking. This is now specific to tax planning. The majority of business owners don't pay attention to this um, until, until everyone's paying attention. Right. And then that's typically when your CPA has no, you go, go ahead, call your C, go ahead and think you're getting hours and hours with your CPA come January, February, March. Good luck. Right. Right. They're in full, they're in full mode. Right. The opportunity to be looking at these things is a, on an ongoing basis. Right. Um, if you're not doing it quarterly, if you're not having those conversations, it's worth stop trying to spend money. I mean, or, or not spend money, I should say. Save, oh, you know, it costs 200 an hour to talk to my CPA. But if that could save you thousands or if you could see something coming. Right. Then it would be very, very valuable to do that. So consult. You should be talking to your accountant. You should be talking to them now. Uh discussing if there's tax savings, the things you need to know about. If there's, particularly when we talk about coming to the end of the year, if there are write-off opportunities. Right. right? Now, that could be philanthropic. That could be, the, that, that could be the church. That could be investing. Right. In terms of I- investing in things. Now, this is also true. This is also a good word in reverse for individuals that have businesses now where they may be looking for funding or looking for funds. In the right. private market, not talking right. about banks, talking about angel investors or right. individual investors. This is an opportunity because many of them are sitting around with free-flowing cash that could be put to work or that they need the proverbial write-off. Right. And that right so one person's write-off could be a huge lifeline to another person right. or to a well person said, yeah. to a person's business, right? So you want to talk about have that conversation. 
Look at these expenses. Identify any additional deductions, things that you may not be aware of in advance. This is not, I'm going to sit down now and do my taxes. Right. Right. This is planning. We're using the word planning here because that's a different scenario than you logging on the TurboTax and filling out the blanks. Yeah. I mean, this is a great time too, Corey. You know, businesses that have, we talked in the, in the previous episode, we talked about inventory as well. well what about fleet? What about some of the, the things that you keep if you have your own maintenance department where you keep your own equipment? What about opportunities to invest in resources that would be more cost-effective before the end of the year than they would be in the new year? Right. Because now you can use those as write-offs if you do it in the, right, in the, in the calendar year. But the only way you know that is if you're communicating with your tax professional on a regular basis. Because if you go to them on December 1st and say, hey, what can I do? They're going to be like, dude, that's going to take me a week just to catch up. So talk with them on a regular basis so they know what's going on. Right. And then they can advise you appropriately. Organize. Update those records. Right. Right. What you want is a smooth transition, transaction when you're dealing with things like taxes. You don't want to be scrambling, cracking out the (laughs) shoebox, trying to go through emails. Right. Because uh, if you're like me, you have lots of emails that you need to delete. You know, that's a productivity discipline. That would be another episode. <laughs> now we can talk about that. But you now you're going through emails. You're going through all these things trying to find some receipt. You're reaching out to people asking for stuff that you right. really should have had organized. You're going into your bank account and trying to do a search to match checks. And all of these things, because you don't right. recognize, oh, $5,000, check number. I don't even know what that was. I don't know what right. that deposit was. Now, now, depending on the level of sophistication of your bank, you might be able to click and pull that up. Right. Or you might have to talk to someone in support right. and request a check image. Not all banks give you the check. So there's just all these little things that tie up time, tie up drain, tie up your ability to be working on profit-producing activities. Income generating activities in your business because that's not an income generating activity. Mm-hmm. So, putting your effort into that in advance gives you a huge advantage. Right. Any last thoughts on that piece before we go on to eight? Well, I just think it, you know, it it's a great reminder that if you're not in the business of tax, if you are trying to do it yourself, at least have a consultant or somebody that can look at what you're doing because. Even an individual contributor, you know, we talked about in the previous episode, about staying up at midnight trying to keep up with th- things that aren't part right. of your core business. Right. So get people involved that can that can make it easier for you to do what you do best. Yep. Professionals hire other professionals when they need help. I say it 100%. all the time. 100%. Professionals hire other professionals. Oh, was I going to get a horn on that? We were going to... We were gonna... Yeah, yes. All right. All right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't cut the clap short next time. Let, let the whole <laughs> let the whole clap. <laughs> he he kind of gave it and took it away. Like it, it almost was like oops. It was like yay. Took oh, it back. It's like the putt lip. Yeah. Out. Let it let it ride. <laughs> let it ride. All right. Number eight. Market analysis. Market analysis. What are we talking about? Evaluate market trends. Look at consumer behavior. I just literally watched a video um, of Gary Vaynerchuk literally this morning um, where he was talking about, you know, one of the things for him, one of the ways he's been able to predict a lot of things uh, is the fact that he pays attention. Right. (laughs) Right. 
So he's he's looking on what's trending. He's looking on what you know. In the context of the conversation, was he was wearing a um, baseball hat right. that was made of corduroy. Okay, and he was like, you know, this is a great example. Like, what's the origin? Like, corduroy is coming. Corduroy hats. I mean, who who thought that's coming back? So, so what you start to do is you start to go research. You start to look. You you right. use you know a chat GBT. You use these different sources to just see, look at origin story. Like, did somebody wear this on the runway? And that you know at, at Fashion Week, and then now that sparked it. Was it a famous person who? You're looking at all those indicators to see right. where consumers are paying attention, right? Right. What is the behavior? Where is it changed? I was just reading the article the other day that uh, a lot of the big box stores are now reconsidering their self checkout. Right. They're going back. Though many of them are pulling. They're 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 pulling out the self checkouts and going back to into people driven because consumers. There's been a lot of backlash over people being irritated and upset. I mean, you can't go through if if you make it through a self checkout without the light going off. Right. Because the System misread something. They think you have something in your bag that you don't. You didn't move the thing across the sensor fast enough. Right. That thing is going off, and then old Beth is running around because uh, <laughs> Beth's the name, the name at the grocery store that is always there when we have a, when uh, the light goes off right. for some reason. Um, she's running around like a chicken with her head cut off, trying to reset everybody's deal. The Seventeen. Right. Self-checkout lanes. Co- co- right. Correct, correct, correct. For stations. So you've got people. So again, you got to evaluate the market trends. Right. Look at consumer behavior. What are some gaps that you you know that your product service can fill? What are some gaps that maybe we talked about adjacent markets? Right. But but pay attention. What are people? You know, what are people looking at? We have conversations every day with people who don't have video on their websites. We're talking to experts. We have people in this studio every day who, for the first time in their professional careers and their business, are getting high-quality video. They're getting video interviews. They're getting interviewed. They're able to share their ideas in a way that they haven't before. And that's – I mean, for us, let's hope – this isn't wood, but knock on acrylic. (laughs) Right. right? That's paying attention to the market. Well, and – and that's a great example of you've got these business professionals that are coming out of COVID, and COVID has driven this video activity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We talk about different levels, just like Major League, just like baseball. Yep. There's A ball, Double A, Triple A in the major leagues. There's different levels of video, and this is like Major League video. Yep. But people that don't have that, that are looking or, or trying to uh, demonstrate credibility, and there's I mean, you got to be able to, people got to be able to see it. Right. And so same thing, if you're not paying attention to what's going on around you, and that's something that we've been dealing with for a couple of years. I mean, you're talking about what Gary Vaynerchuk's talking about this morning. Right. Sure. And what, what, sure. What's happening last week and what, am, what can I look to, what can I expect to happen next week? Right. 100%. So evaluate market trends to conduct competitor analysis to identify areas where you can gain a competitive advantage. It's stunning to me the amount of people that are in a space that don't know what the other people in the space do. And they use what I believe is a dumb reason. Corey, I'm just focused. You know, we want to just stay focused on what we offer and bring to the marketplace. You know, we're not concerned with what our competitors are doing. Yeah. That sounds smart. Now, unless you are a conglomerate Right. In an untouchable space, you are the power company. The only one. Right. 
and, and I don't care about solar, right? right I, don't, I, mean, I don't care. That's not there, solar is never taking out Dominion Energy, right. right? So unless so unless you're the power company, or unless right. you're just in an untouchable space, right? Right. Coca Cola pays attention to competitors, right? Absolutely. Right, they just buy them, but <laughs> right. but but, but it becomes part of their portfolio. But they're paying attention, right? Right. right I exactly. mean, there's a, so what's funny is there's a reason why they make the acquisition, right? There's a reason why they go buy a vitamin water or buy some of these other companies, right? Um, instead of going, you don't think Coca Cola could come up with their own smart water, right? <laughs> well, it's just it, it just makes more sense to absorb uh, to also have brand diversification. You know how many people hate Coke but are drinking a Coke product and don't even know it? Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, I don't like Coca-Colas. I don't like that. I don't like those big companies like that. Right. I drink, you know. But I'll drink my lemonade. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll drink. Hello. <laughs> it doesn't. Hello. I'll drink lemonade. Right, exactly. Well, and I think, you know, this is a great spot to, where we talk about competition. Yeah. Even when people are paying attention to their competition, often it's short-sighted. Right. Because they're only paying attention to the people that they compete with directly. Sure. That that's obvious to them. And often they're not considering the dollars that could be theirs mm. that are going somewhere else. Right. So let's look at uh you know uh, the Cedar Point in Ohio and just Six Flags theme parks just bought Cedar Point mm. in Ohio and bought Kings Dominion, which mm. isn't far from us, just yeah. up the road. Those are those are theme parks. Yeah. But they are also entertainment. So sure. if you are, they're not just competing for other theme parks. They're Correct. competing for entertainment. All entertainment dollars. Like all entertainment. Do we go movies? to Bush Gardens or do we go to King's Dominion? Or do we go to the movies? Right. Or do sure. we go to dinner? Sure. Or sure. do we take the kid to the park? Yeah. You know, so it's, are you only looking at what's, what's directly in your line mm-hmm. of sight? Are you looking at creative ways that you could distinguish yourself to grab dollars that are, they're spending somewhere else? And the other interesting thing there is, can you study people who are at a place that you want to be? Right. Are they doing some things that you can that you can duplicate at maybe a lower cost? Right. Right. Because now, I mean, technology has standardized a lot of things. A lot of things you're like, wow, so and so can you know? So I can never be. I can never get all that stuff they're doing. Well, now a lot of that stuff's done by the push of a button. Right. So. Mystery shop your competitors, folks. See what understand. You've heard it. We've talked about funnels. We've talked about sales funnels, workflows right. on the, on these episodes. Mystery shop. What is the process right. if you're interested in buying X, right? And you or you sell X and you compete with X Y Z. What's their process? What happen? What does their website look like? What are their, what's their messaging look like? What happens when you inquire? Right. So yes. And then yes, up. you're going to intentionally waste somebody's time, but it's a learning lesson. Well, then come back and shop yourself. Yeah, and I don't think you're that concerned about wasting your competitor's time anyway. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all right, you're so, waste, you're, Yeah, no, you're not. But but <laughs> you sh- you you need to know, right? Because what it gives you an opportunity to do, it gives you an opportunity to make adjustments potentially in some of your own processes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'll get the oh well, Corey, you know we don't like to talk about we don't like to talk bad about competitors. Uh, if we're, you know, in an engagement with a customer, we're competing for business. We don't like to, if we get asked about the competitors, we don't like to bad mouth our competitors. Well, if you want a more intelligent way so you don't feel like you're doing that, if you get asked that question, right? Right. we're looking at two people to paint the house, 
Hey, how are you different than X, Y, Z? Oh, you know, we don't like to talk bad. We don't like to talk badly about our competitors. Right. Yeah, that's a terrible answer because the customer is giving you an obvious objection right. that, that you need to be able to engage. Now, you want to intelligently deal with that. Well, the way to do that is to know what those differences are. Right. I don't have to talk bad. I don't have to go, you know, they don't answer the phone and they have bad reviews. I can talk about the things that I already know are different. Right. Um, well, one of the things that are different, I know that we work with Benjamin Moore Paint, okay, which stati- which has a blah blah better rating than who they may work with. Right. Um, we don't outsource our work. All of the people who come to paint your home are part of our, our employees of our organization. Right. So we don't simply use freelancers to use the work if that's important to you, Mister Customer. Right. 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 So you know we include a designer. We include a designer that helps you, you know, with color coordination and things of that nature. So those are differences. That's not me talking bad, right? Talking bad would be, well, you know, if you don't want randos coming to your house to paint, you know, you probably don't want to deal with them, right? That's me taking a shot, not talking about competitive advantages. So you want to look at that competitive uh, analysis and identify where there may be some advantages. Also, they may have some advantages on you. And you may need to reevaluate to now get the one up. Right. 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 You know, so, oh, oh, I love you. I love you a lot. No, I love you more. No, I love you a million times. (laughs) No, I love you a billion. No, I love you to infinity. (laughs) Right. And beyond. beyond, Right. So, yeah, you you have to infinity plus one. (laughs) Right. But that's the same kind of idea that you can that you can create an advantage for. So. And then the last part of that element is adjusting. Of course, now you've done the work to analyze. So you've evaluated. You've done a competitor analysis. Now the third part of market analysis as part of your checklist is to address, is to make adjustments, adjust the product or service based on that market demand. Right. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, 100%. And, and remember that there's a place for both of you if you're doing what you do best. And lean into what you do best and make sure that you're... No place. Total annihilation. I, well, I'm not above that. <laughs> I'm not above that at all. But my See, point people, is... That's what people say that, though. See, I'm going to... But I've got to, I have to make a controversial point here. Oh, you know, there's room for everybody. I don't want there to be room for everybody. Well, there's room for everybody. I want to crush everybody anybody. Has to be I, what's that? That doesn't mean everybody has to be successful. There's room. Yeah, I mean, but there's, oh, there's room for all of us to be here. No, I want, I want all the business. You want to be Coca-Cola? I want all the business. Right. Why wouldn't I want all the business? Right. Well, I agree. Oh, you know, if you want another, if you, if if you're not, if you're not in my coaching program, you're with the wrong coach. If you're not coming, if you're not at one of our events, you're going to the wrong event. If I don't believe that, right? How can I zealously, right? right if you're not coming into our, if you are not doing a featured interview, right, on our platform, right. Or allowing us to produce, we want to be number one in thought leadership content development. Okay, I will offer an alternative thought to that. So you're 100 percent. No, so you're 100 percent right. No, no, you're 100 percent right. Shut him down. Hit the button. <laughs> Turn his mic off. You're 100 percent right that we want to be number one, but not everybody's for us. Not everybody's yes, right for us. That's correct. We don't want to work with everybody. 
If you're for us and don't work with us, I'm after you. <laughs> well, 100%. There we go. All right. There we go. Let, let's put it that our, way. If, yeah, yeah. If you should be in our lane, then we want you in our yeah, lane. Yeah, correct. Correct. But not everybody, not everybody's on the highway. Right. Some I mean, obviously, yes. Road. Listen, I fired coaching clients because right. they don't do what they're supposed to do, right? So they're just spinning. They're, if, you, if they're not implementing the, the strategy, right. you know, and I use the word coaching. I mean, much of the, the work we I do in Business Accelerator is really direct, straight, like, go do this. Right. I mean, and you, I mean, you've heard me. You've heard me in the office on with a client, and it's very, you know, very direct. Um, now, some people can't handle that, but they're not ser- they're not serious though. You, right. you want a touchy feely pathway to growing your business, right? You know that that's not it. But from a now, I'd be cordial to other colleagues. There are a lot of great coaches out there, um, but you know we're all one of one to a certain extent, right? right? So, um, but. I don't want there to be room for everybody. I want there to be, I, there can be overflow, <laughs> meaning I'm full. Right. <laughs> you can have the business I don't Now, want. yeah. Now, yeah. Right. Here's some right. good other people, right? I'm, right? I'm, you know, I've got all the, I've got more landscaping contracts than I need. I'm full. Right. So let me give you a referral. I've got more counseling, uh, uh, more people that need therapy. Right. Then I can handle. Let me go make you. Uh, uh, I've got more painting business. I've got more auto repair business than I need. But I gotta. I gotta assert dominance first. Right. We well, gotta create that. Yeah. And where then you have more. Than yeah. You and need. then you can go. Right. You know. Right. Wherever. Well, when you fill your cup, get a bigger cup. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, listen. Let's make those adjust. I mean, make those adjustments. Adjusting the offering. I mean, we did that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in our network business. Adding more, adding more value, value to the proposition, right. um, and and making those adjustments, and that's all by paying attention, right? Really making that evaluation. All right, number nine, number nine, we're talking digital presence and e-commerce. Okay, is your website optimized for user experience? Okay. User experience, right? Not what you think is cool. <laughs> can you make the logo bigger? Yes, I can. But that's not going to impact your conversion right. in a positive way. Right. Let's make those words bigger. Yes, I can. But does that create more problems? So user experience, also mobile user experience. And you okay. see this. I mean, you're seeing this now. I right. just, uh, you know, one of, the, one of our financial institutions, you know, we, we logged in the other day, and now there's a whole new Interface, right? Modernized, right? Looks right. better, works better. Functionality more in line with where a customer and where we, may, as clients, find or customers find important or where we want to go, right? right. They, they've rethought how that looks and, and feels. Hundred percent. Probably several years overdue. I mean, I mm-hmm. I have I have stopped doing business with certain companies um, over user over interface, user interface, right. user experience. You know, where they've created just complexities that didn't have to be there right. because they've delayed, particularly at the corporate level, they've delayed making the adjustments. They've locked into a big bloat. Government has this problem. Mm. Yes. They've got these old systems that are in place. Right. Um, now, they'll say it's money. There's money because they find money for other things. Right. Um, but the other thing, and this is definitely a conversation for another day, <laughs> is the people don't want change right so sue (laughs) 
<laughs> or Earl. Right. Earl's my go-to. Gail and Earl are my go-to Gail names. I don't know. Earl I just Gail, like right. them. Um, but Gail and Earl have been there 30 years. Right. They know this system in their sleep. Right. And they ain't, I'm using improper English on purpose, they ain't interested <laughs> in change. They just learned how to program the VCR, Corey. Right. You, you can, <laughs> Earl said, you can change this thing in about three years when I get up out of here and get my pension. <laughs> then you can do all the change you want. Right. But I'm not interested in change right now. So, and, and really just bringing this back full circle here when we right. talk about the website. Again, is it optimized or have you done this, you know? Are you doing the things and making it updated? Uh, again, professionals hire professionals. You should be working with somebody right. that come that that you work with maybe quarterly. Maybe you pay them a few hundred dollars quarterly to come in to go in the back end to to use the tools to figure out where you are. Um, and is your experience, is your website experience keeping up with where we need to be, particularly right. on the mobile on the mobile right. side of things? Right. Number two. Um, if you're doing online products, e-commerce, update your online store, new products, new descriptions, new images. You changed the packaging on your chocolate bars, but you haven't changed the photos. Right. Customer gets your product in the mail and doesn't re- doesn't isn't sure if it's the right product because that's not right. how it looked on the website. Right. So making those inv- just like you would update your headshots. Right. You know, yeah. there's people with headshots. Lon, you go to a lot of networking events on behalf of 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 my companies, and there's guys that you. See, I mean, there's there's headshots on some of these deals, and you get there, and you're like, who is this? Well, oh, you're the father, right? Well, <laughs> no, it, no, it's me. Well, that it, ain't you, right? Well, <laughs> we've seen people come in that we've worked with doing featured interviews sure. that we. We prepare. If we haven't met them before, we're prepared to look for them. And they walk in, and they don't look like. Have you person. missed somebody down? No, come on, <laughs> come on. You've you've walked past somebody in the hallway coming to our office because they didn't look like the picture. You didn't catch them. Why? Is that what you say? Listen, you can't. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna have to go deeper on that. Like, right. <laughs> we'll talk offline about who that is. But like, right. hey, how are you? Walk past them. Oh, are you here to see us? Right, oh, right. Hold on. Now you go like to the it, website. You like, like it, pull it up. You're like, right. uh, okay, this glamour shot was taken in the mall in '01. <laughs> right. So BC before COVID. Right. right. But so. Right, descriptions also. Right, updating True. those descriptions, changing language. Now, listen, a lot of AI has changed this now. That's true. Like, so if you have, d- dump your product information in there, let them write something pithier, more exciting. Right. Because a lot of times you probably, point, as a small yeah. business owner, you didn't employ copywriters to do your product descriptions. Right. You probably did them yourselves or best efforts. Right. Right. You know, come enjoy this. Our look, our wonderful chocolate is very good, and people love it. By now, right? You just got because when people do that kind of stuff, particularly in bulk, they burn out. Yeah. So I've got sixty SKUs in my online store. By the time I get to SKU thirty, I'm writing descriptions because what they'll do is they'll try to get it all done. Right. By the time I get description thirty two, I've just like phoning it in. Right. So now with the AI, you can drop the old one in, drop the product and get new ones, drop them in. You can you know do that in an hour. What might right. take what might have taken you several hours, you can do that. And have a just a marketing appeal to what right. makes people excited, right? Right. You know, we think about that in real estate. You know, we no one no one calls the house small; they call it cozy or quaint right. or those types of things. Intimate. So, yeah, intimate. <laughs> yeah, intimate. 
Um, so uh, <laughs> William wrote, "Don't be out there catfishing people uh, uh, <laughs> with your with your old uh, headshots and stuff." Yeah, 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 right. yeah. That is not you anymore, ma'am, uh, or sir, for that matter. So then, the finally part to that final part to that is implement and optimize um, things that need to be updated. Right. So right. security features. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool integrations now with you know with with Stripe and ShopPay and Square, um, where you can put some security protocols in place or modernize. Right? right. If you can't take app, you don't have Apple Pay on your online store. That's a problem. Right. You know, you don't have Google Pay. You know, you don't. You've got a lot of those options. Amazon Pay now is an option right. too. So, staying modern with that and giving people, you know, we we talked about that in the previous episode right. about that. You know, the bagel shop that won't that you can't you can't do tap you know you can't tap or you can't use your phone it's just dumb right just poor business practices oh, it's dumb, uh, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah it's dumb, it's dumb. Well, william we're going to have to make some um we're going to have to make some custom ones that you can hit the button for for things that we, we like 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 that we I just have lines that's dumb right right in there or yay which is another line of his yeah that's what, that's what we need to do Listen, folks, we're always enhancements coming soon. <laughs> Podcast 2.0. Uh, exactly. More cool stuff on the way. Right. All right. Any last thoughts on that before I hit 10? Well, you know, what you're saying is is making sure you're giving people, you know, a clear and accurate picture of the of what you provide and and reduce the amount of surprises. Yeah. That's really what you're trying to do is you want it to be clean, clear, and so and make it easy for them to get it. And sometimes it's simple. A, a quick example, and we'll right. move on to 10. Right. Schwab. Okay. The brokerage. Yeah. Okay. They have a branch here in Virginia, in right. Richmond. Okay. They have a branch in Richmond. Probably pre-COVID, so four, it's probably been four or five years, I think. Four or five years, they moved okay. into a bigger freestanding location. Okay. If you type in Schwab office, their Google profile shows the picture of the old building. Okay. That's just dumb. Yeah, that's... Like somebody could yeah. figure... But particularly if I'm trying to get to the office, I'm not only looking at an address, but the reason why you have pictures is so people have visual references so, when yeah. they're driving down the road. So now I'm driving down the road, I think I'm at the right address, but that's not the picture. Right. So I'm at the wrong building, or do I end up going to the wrong place? Because I'm like, oh, they're still there? I thought they moved, but I'm going to go to the old location. Right. That's just something that somebody, particularly in a corporation that size, they should have a team... That updates simple things like that. Right. And sometimes when you have a corporation that size, those are the things you miss. Oh, you miss because you're down you're down you're downsizing the wrong people. Right. Oh, well, let's right. get rid of that social media department. We don't need, you know, we're Schwab. We don't need any of that. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I, it's just right. it doesn't make any sense. So right. but that's just a great Good example. Point, right. Something as simple as that. As the, the the picture that comes up in your profile and you've moved locations right. and you have not updated that. Um yeah. Yeah. That's why you need to you need to have partners. You need to have people in place. Maintenance these things that constantly change. You need to have be working with partners that do that. Right. All right. Number ten. Number ten. Efficient. We're almost we're almost there. We're halfway here. We're halfway on the back. Halfway side. of the halfway. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly yeah. yeah right. Halfway of the halfway. Ten. Efficiency and productivity. Okay. What are some of your processes? Right, we're always having conversations here right. about process. Is this the most efficient way for us to get from A to B? Right. Right. Who are the stakeholders of the process? Getting their input in them, 
into them. So assess your business's processes and look for areas that could be improved. Are there shortcuts? Are there way quicker ways to to deliver your product or service or your daily process that you haven't considered previously or that used to work before Marshall Goldsmith, as Marshall Goldsmith says, what got you here won't get you there. Right. Right. So looking at that, number two, implement time-saving technologies or tools that can boost your productivity. We might need to get off these Google Sheets. Right. Right. We not, Now, there's, there is, I'm a spectrum guy, meaning people like to deal in the extreme right or they like to deal in the extreme left. But what you typically want to be is in the middle of the spectrum. So right. people can be technology to death and apt to death. Right. Right. And over app. Right. But then it's the opposite of that too. Right. Yep. Over where you're where you're so anti technology, you're not even considering um, what could be in front of you to create a shortcut opportunity for you. So look for the time. Look for time saving technologies and look for uh, productivity things, not just cool things. Right. But ask yourself that question: can, Is there an impact? Can there be an impact on my productivity? Um, can this save me time and create more efficiency? And the third thing is delegation. Right. Right. Delegating tasks effectively to prevent burnout and ensure business continuity. People are taking on, you know, taking on too much stuff. I mean, there's no way I could do all of this Mm-mm. by myself. Right. right. Doesn't make it, you know, that wouldn't make any sense. Um, like no, there's plenty of people who record, who are running their own, I mean, who run their own podcasts and right. books and stuff. But I can tell you what, <laughs> this goes a lot smoother for me. Right. I get to a lot better details. Now I'm not worried on switching. Oh, hold on, let me switch the camera, or hold, you know, hold on. Right. And I guess you know you can use technology. I could, I you can autopilot that stuff, right? Hit hit, hit some button that says every thirty seconds it it switches. I don't know. Right, but you got to keep up with that. I mean, you got yeah. some, you, you know, we got William H. Willie H. Willie H. Willie the show, and so all you got to do is worry about your content. Willie H. Sounds like about- we've got a sixty-eight year old guy on the board. So there, <laughs> Willie. Well, yo, Willie, <laughs> you here? <laughs> Yeah, free, 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 yo, Shout out to all the Willies. Right, exactly. uh, shout out to all the Willies out yeah. there. Yeah, happy, yeah. Happy, happy, happy Willie. So uh, efficient productivity. Yeah, well, let's go back to the example that we used earlier in this episode of the grocery stores that are that have the self checkout. You know, that's one end of the spectrum. We went all in on self checkout, and we leave one register up right. with somebody. Right. And we're starting to realize, okay, wow, well, that's too much yep. because it's not as productive as we thought it is. So let's and, find a balance in the spectrum. Again. And here's the kicker. Right. If if the purpose was efficiency and speed, but the checkout, the, uh, the automated checkout line has 30 people deep right. waiting to do automated checkout, right. you did not solve my problem. Right. So you pissed me off by... Creating a line, and then you piss me off by having inefficient technology right. that has the light blinking every five minutes. Right. So if I have to wait, I'd rather wait to see Gail <laughs> and have her scan and check me out because that never let me down. This here, dude, 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 through the right. command belt, she never let me down. That, co- that computer, the machine over there, let me down. Didn't scan, doesn't want to swipe, didn't hold it right, got to <laughs> twist it sideways. <laughs> think I've been aggravated by self checkout before? I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish your points. Well, but, but I think that's 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 a that's an example of an extreme, right? Yeah, going too far 
And right. but, and then it's an example of not only an extreme, it's an example of recognizing the extreme, listening to feedback, and all the things that we're talking about in the last episode right. of this episode is evaluate what you're doing. And now, how far back do we go? Do we still leave mm-hmm. a little bit of self-checkout? Right. And a, and a lot more people doing the – a lot more gales? Yeah. Just finding that right balance. But I think to your point is there are ways to continue to make it easier to do business with right. you. And the easier you make it to do business with you, the more likely people are going to want to do business with you. I'm pro-consumer adaptation. Okay. Right? I want to meet the needs of the consumer. Right. But I'm not for consumer abandonment, meaning we, in an effort to uh, accommodate the people who like self-checkout, I'm going to abandon the people like we're going to change the whole process right. to what we think is more quick, easy, and convenient right. for this new age customer. Right. But I'm abandoning, right? I'm not serving, so I need to add, not subtract. Right. In terms of how someone can do business with you, right? You know, right? Make it, make it, you know? make it easier for as many people as for as many of your customers. As possible. That's why you see brick and mortar. That's why you see companies that were digital first, right? That's why I can walk into an Amazon store at a mall. Right. Like, that's not supposed to be. Right. But they realized that there's still, even with next day delivery, even with all the stuff, that there's there's a value to immediate delivery and impulse purchases. Right. So if you go into an Amazon retail store, you're going to see what they consider because they're not a ton of them, so if the right. average town doesn't have one. But right. if you go into one, what you're going to see is the space uh, packed with the best sellers right. online right? that are now in person to make it easy. Right. Right? So here's the best toaster. Here's right. the number one blender. Here's right. the number one toy that, right, they're going to stock it that way. Right. And still leverage the people, the fact that people, I had a client, we were having a conversation about malls. He's like, I haven't been to a mall probably in three years. I'm like, I generally don't go three days without going to a mall. <laughs> now, right. that doesn't mean I'm buying something. Right. I, I I just like malls. I'm like a mall. I, I like malls. Yeah. And then, you know, we have some great outdoor malls here. Right. So you're walking through, you're just seeing, you know, you're seeing people. You might yeah. be eating. You might be going to eat. It's not necessarily having shopping bags. Right. But it's just going to the mall. Hey, see what's new. See people. See, see people that you buy from and just see how right. they're doing, like, um, just as an outing, right? not as a task. Well, one of the nice things about malls, too, especially, mm. but community areas and towns, sure. is they're seasonal. Right. So if you're if it's Halloween, you got right. people that you know things that are decorated for Halloween. Right. You're going if to see the Christmas tree lit. It's no, Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. You're mm. going to see lots of red and pink and lots of happy. You yep. know, it's... Fourth of July, you're going to see lots of red, white, and blue. I mean, what do you think about the delegation? About the delegation? Yeah, piece? the point about delegation. Yeah, I think we should get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> what I do you think, think about that? I think that that's important. Yeah. And the reason I think it's important is, mm-hmm. is because while in the beginning you mm-hmm. may do things based on need, as you grow your business, you've got to lean more into what mm-hmm. what's unique for right. you and to you. And hire or or hire people, either hire consultants or fractional people to do it, or hire people on your team that are better at it than you, so that you can focus on what you do best. Shout out to my consulting community. Yeah, uh, area near and dear to my heart, obviously. 
uh, coming from spending 20 years in that space, continue to spend a time in that space. But shout out to the consultants and the people out there, coaches, people that are making a difference, you know, with their clients, dedicated to their clients. Because right. um, that is part of delegation, right? right. Bring, bringing someone in in that capacity. But the other point I want to make before we move on to 11 is one of the areas where I see people get wrong, I think, is they go, once I get to X, then I will delegate more or then I will get a freelancer right. or hire an outside company. And they're, they're looking for almost once once all these stars align, then I will right. do that. And I think a lot of people in that instance, that that's not a bad statement, but where I think they miss is they miss the idea that by getting this resource now, right. it will give me the ability to go faster. Right. Not wait till I I'm gonna chug 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 tug and then oh I'll be free because I can delegate. Right. Starting that delegation process now or at least earlier, right? Right, right. So sure. you you may feel like you need to do a couple things for yourself, but by putting that delegation threshold mm -hmm. too far mm -hmm. out, yeah, you know maybe maybe not quite as far out, bring right. it closer in. You can miss opportunities. There's 100%. a lot of things that happen. Right, right. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that for okay. sure. All right, number eleven. Number eleven. Networking and partnerships. Networking. <laughs> they love because they know how much I love networking around here. That's me being funny. <laughs> so, but right. What? What did he hit me with something? Oh, I thought. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were getting a sound effect there. Um, we're so, about to. Attend industry events, right? Trade shows, right? Networking meetups. This is your this is your wheelhouse here, right? Right. Is. So, where can you? How, what are you doing? How are you getting out there? Um, now, not everyone has the luxury. I talk about you know my disdain for it. I mean, it's great. I mean, it drives a lot of business. Uh, we love networking. Me personally, it's not my natural habitat. I'd much rather right. produce content and share my ideas in in right. that way. So now, understand. Not everyone has the luxury, right? Of an LG 007 that can go out there and shake hands and kiss babies on behalf of, right? 100%, right. Um, so it may be up to you to to do that and get and get better at that skill. Where can you get yourself? Attend, what what events are coming up? What trade shows? You, you don't need to be exhibiting at the trade show to attend the trade right. show and to, to network. Where are some networking events that are high value? I don't believe you need to be dragging yourself to everything. Right. Well, you can't. Not right. Right. Well, you, you know, there's some people who are professional yeah. meetup people. I don't right. know when business gets done, but right. um, they do a lot of meeting up. Right. So, but that needs to be on the radar, right? Hundred percent. What are some partnerships or collaborations with businesses that complement each other? We're doing that right now. Some things, uh, you know, we can't talk about the details of, but we're doing that right now. With some tra more traditional media companies right. that don't have what we have as a as a media asset, right? And we're going, hey, how go? We don't need to compete. We can partner, right? I'm not interested in what you're doing, right? And you're not really competing with what I'm doing. But how can we help each other, right? One hundred percent. So sit down and write. Who are some people? There's probably some people you haven't even thought of. Right. You know, or some opportunities. We this just has just happened yesterday uh, on that call I was on. Okay, where you know we had worked with someone about six months ago. 
Right. It wasn't, you know, oh, yeah, we right. wanted to do some more. Yeah, he said, we right. wanted to do some more business. It didn't kind of fit six months ago. We had a third situation come up and the light bulb went off. You know who we should try to collaborate with right. on this. So-and-so from six months ago. Right. And we had that meeting and the first words out of his mouth were, man, this is perfect timing. Right. Like, how cool is that? That's exactly right. Right. That's exactly right. And that's right. just, you know, you, but you got to be paying you got to be paying attention, right? right? Paying attention to those opportunities or looking for those um looking for those opportunities. And then the third part, uh strengthen your relationships with existing partners, suppliers, and stakeholders. Right. It's a great time to be checking in. Yes. Yeah, and you know, saying and hello, seeing how people are doing. Are there any 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 ways that you could add value? A much uh, better way to say, hey, you guys got any money left over that you can spend with me? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Are there any initiatives or projects, anything you're working on that I might be able to add that what we do or our company or me as an individual can add value to you right right now? Well, have people that you can talk to because the direct Mm -hmm. relationship isn't always the relationship that that is the person Mm -hmm. that can do business with you or can create right. that parallel lane. Right. Sometimes it's the people that you know that know others that need you and they bring you mm-hmm. talk about bringing that mm-hmm. triangle together, yep. right? You got now instead of a, dr- a direct line, you've got three people, you bring the triangle mm-hmm. together. And now the more people that you can engage with that understand what you're doing, the more exposure you have and the easier it is for them to talk about and bring you together with somebody because they know other people too that need things. Yeah. So, you know, get involved. And so talk about the trade show piece for a minute. Mm-hmm. If you at least go to one trade show a year that's yep. in your industry, mm-hmm. most of the people that are vendors at those trade shows are people mm-hmm. that are doing things like we've been talking about this whole episode. How are, what are things that you can do and add to your business mm-hmm. that make it more effective, make it more efficient, maybe add some technology. Yep. Well, you go to these trade shows, mm-hmm. those people are there and so you get a chance to meet them and talk to them when you're not in the pressure of the day to day, right? Trying to get John or trying to get Gail's, mm-hmm. um, you know, Gail's deadline out, right? Sure. So you can have these conversations and and evaluate whether these things make sense for you or not. And you know, on the partnership end, you know what what are some? Is there a way that you can bring clients together? This is the conversation we're having, right? right? So we will do this. Um, right. We will do this next year, right? Um, you know, particularly in our in our media company. Right. Because now we've just acquired, we've acquired so many customers. Right. Who there's a tremendous opportunity for them to do, like we're creating our own networking. Right. Uh, community. Correct. Uh, because now they can network. They can, Oh, I'm a leadership coach. Oh, I do. I do consulting. Oh, I'm, I'm in, I have, fin- right. I do benefits. Oh, I do wealth planning. Right. Right. They should be knowing each other. Right. Right. From a community standpoint. And that's just part of that strategy. How do we create co- cohesiveness? Um, and, and this is particularly important if you are in a business that isn't necessarily directly reoccurring. And we've talked about this right. a little bit. Yeah. You know, we, again, I talk about redundancy. I want to I want to hit you with points from different angles to keep that pro- keep that in your head. So if you if you don't have the luxury of, you know, selling food, right? People need to survive. Right. We talked about the pet store example, right? right? Dogs going to run out of food every 30 days. Right? So, you know, you don't necessarily have to go back to that pet store, but you're going somewhere to buy food. Right. If you don't have that luxury, 
um, and you're selling something that maybe you know you're a realtor, you know, as the example right. you use, you've got to do some other things in the in between, right? To whether create that top of mind awareness, as William talked about uh, before Toma, uh, you're gonna have to do some things to do that. So, right. so that's just yeah. another area. Okay, we have arrived. At twelve, there we go. This almost right, should have right. been like four parts. Right, uh, we, we, could, were, we, we could were, have done we were, yeah, we were, we've arrived at twelve. Um, we've arrived at twelve. You ready for twelve? Mm-hmm. This is the final one. It's part of the checklist. I'm ready. And I really hope. Oh yeah, boom! I really hope that this is. Com- I hope you take this seriously, and I hope that this has been comprehensive. Right. Because there's a lot of meat on the bone here. I mean, these are 12 really important areas to your business. You can't do them all. Not, you know, pick one, work on one a week at a time. Right. Right. I don't expect you, or if you're into planning retreats, I always recommend, I recommend people get off site and get off site, even if you're a home office, get off site from the home office, get off site from the office. Yeah. Uh, Give yourself, get off site for a couple days if you can. Right. Lock yourself in a hotel, get to it, whatever, and really work on these things without with the D&D on, right? Not in between TikTok uh, and emails, uh, TikToks and emails. All right, number 12, customer service and satisfaction. So is your staff properly trained in customer service best practices? Right. Modern ones. Right. Right? Nobody wanted to, I, I, you know. Me reading the story about someone getting body slammed at a Popeye's <laughs> doesn't surprise me as much as it does if I read it at a Chick-fil-A. Right. Right? 100%. Training might be slightly different. Um, so train your staff in best practices of customer service. William's face cracking me up. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> resolve any outstanding customer complaints or issues promptly. Right. Ask for and act upon. That's key. Ask for and act upon customer feedback. Right. That could lead to improved services or products. Right. So start with the second one and address complaints, right? Or address customer customer comments, complaints, mm-hmm. issues. You know, I and and I've been in sales and leadership for a long time. And while it is never fun to get a complaint, it right. is never fun. To have somebody say this went wrong. Right. The reality of it is, is if they cared enough to contact you and communicate with you that something was wrong. Right. It means that they want to keep doing business with you Mm. and they're sharing with you Mm. an opportunity to maintain that relationship. Yeah, I like that. And so if you look at it through that lens, then you understand this is really a client that I want to keep. This is somebody that now, if it's crazy, right? You know, I mean, you've you've got a you know, there's degrees. We talk about varying degrees of it, but if somebody calls you, somebody you've been doing business with you for a while, and they call you and they say, "Hey, look, you know what? This just I, I didn't like the way this rolled. Or I didn't like the way this played out. Right? And this is what happened. And I've had that people call up, sales professionals on my team did some things that the client didn't like, or you know, whatever it is. But you talk to them, and when you can resolve it together, and then mm-hmm. this ties mm-hmm. in the third part. Resolve it quickly and then communicate the resolution. So when you resolve it, you go communicate the resolution. What you do is you reinforce that client relationship or that customer relationship and you strengthen it because not only did they care enough to want to keep doing business with you, you cared enough about them to resolve it and to communicate with them how you resolved it and made them feel important enough that it was important to deal with. Woo. 
It was a lot. <laughs> when the church say amen. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, those are excellent points. And, and, you know, step one of that is taking it seriously. Right. Um, you can't, you know, I, I, I see business owners all the time just making it, completely making it up. Right. And not even making it up, but completely disregarding their customers and their decisions. Right. You know, I woke, I didn't feel like coming to work today, so I didn't open my store. <laughs> I'm going to pause there for a moment. It's it's hard to be. As we all think of, what, what all, as, as we all think of a business that um, fits that bill. Right. I mean, it's hard to like, be. Like, oh, you know, I got busy. I had something come up. I'm closed. I had a dentist appointment. What's that? I had a dentist appointment. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not going <laughs> to. They may be listening, so we don't want it to be too obvious that we're talking about them. Right. But, um, but none, nonetheless, you, you have to, you have to, your, your actions, right? My barber, when I was a kid, Mac Anderson. Shout out to Mac Anderson. Shout out to Mac. He, he had a lot of sayings. <laughs> As barbers often do. <laughs> yes, he had a lot of sayings, a lot of wisdom. Right. And one of his favorite ones that I remember at 30 years later is don't talk about it, be about it. Wow, well, okay, good. So people say they love their customers, say, oh, we put customers first, we care, we this, we that. Right. And then their policies, procedures, and actions don't show that. Right. Don't reflect that. So there's an important case. Whoa, we have been burning it up today. We've broken oh, an hour. Goodness, again. We've broken an hour. We appreciate your listenership. And, you know, we ask, hey, like, share, give us right. some feedback. If you're on YouTube, like the page. Uh, is there anybody in the business community, a colleague, a friend, someone that could benefit from some of the things we're talking about? Please don't hesitate to share this Um you know, the team here works very hard to get this information together and, and work on these things so we can share that. And we want to make sure that we're providing value to you because that's that's the game, right? right. We've got some additional resources on growwithcorey.com that you can take advantage of, including um, the video series that I just did, that 100% free, the five pillars of business growth that you can watch, right. as well as other articles and other interviews that we have uh, from other people. So it's not just about hearing from us. We've got some great interviews with business owners, some great articles on scaling, uh, as well as this podcast. We encourage you to go there and check that out uh, for continued uh, value. Lon, parting words before we wrap up and close out? Yeah, I think don't, you know, look, we, we've we taken two hours and gone over 12, 12 things to, you know, in your business. Don't be overwhelmed by the 12 things and by the two hours. Pick one at a time. Yep. Take a look at something and do something about it. Yep. Whatever it is that sticks out to you the most, whatever resonates with you the most, start there. You know, we went one through 12 because you got to have some order. That's right. You got to put it in order somehow. Correct. But if it's seven, if number seven today was the one or if number three from yesterday resonated one, with you the most, pick yeah. the one that is going to have the biggest impact for you and dig into that first. Mm. And then you can start to build your list on the next one and the next one. But don't be overwhelmed by all 12 and don't right. try and take on all 12 at the same time right. and do a half behind job. Pick one and do a great job with that and then pick the next one. Well, there it is. Sound sage advice from LG007. We're going to get out of here. This is the Grow Business Podcast with another episode and edition. I'm Corey Mosley, and he is Lon Graham. I'm Lon Graham. 
just in yep. case. <laughs> just a double check. That's right. Take your ginkgo biloba. <laughs> We're going to get right out of here and shout out to Willie. To Willie. Willie H. Willie, Willie. Willie H. Willie. on the board making this happen. We appreciate your listenership and viewership if you're joining us uh, on our website or YouTube. And we will see you next time. See you next time. Road Business Podcast. Let's get out of here. And we did. See you.